Be good. <laughs> Hello there, friends and strangers. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Monkey Tooth Podcast. This is Andrew, and with my wife Tiffany and our little dog Pele, we're doing this show every week as we travel from California to Alaska and down to Argentina. Uh, We're currently in Alaska and having an awfully good time. Our guest today, we met in Alaska, outside of a little town called Seward. Uh, She works at a place called Miller's Landing. and it's an amazing little place that uh, that rents kayaks and charter boats, and there's a campground and all sorts of stuff. And our guest, Jennifer Reyes, uh, works there as a seasonal worker. Now, uh, Jennifer really impressed us right away before we ever even thought about um, interviewing her at all. We just saw a kind of a hustle and bustle of this busy place in the summertime. And we noticed there was a, a one person in particular just seemed to be working harder, but really enjoying it more than just about anybody. Um, and after uh, Tiffany and I were there for a kayak adventure, and at the end of it, we asked our guide if she knew of anyone who was particularly interesting. And our guide immediately pointed at Jennifer and said, yeah, you should talk to her. So we did. And Jennifer agreed to come talk to us. And I think you will see for yourself uh, this, uh, this lady, this woman, Jennifer is kind of a badass and she's 19 years old and is fearless. And I I just, uh, I felt a little inspired by that. And it was, it was a great conversation. I'm glad she took the time after work, after busting her butt all day to come sit with us, uh, and then go enjoy herself, um, and, relax after a hard day's work. So yeah, that's coming up right now after me briefly telling you, one, if you're interested at all in following our journey, you can do so at mtp.dog forward slash journal. There uh, we write little stories about what we've been up to. You can also go to our, um, there's a little route map page on there. You can click on and see where we've been. And if you're interested in vans and all that sort of stuff, there's tons of information there as well about the little van that we're living in. And also from there, there are links to our Patreon page where you can support us for as little as 25 cents per episode, $1 a month, $12 a year. It's awfully cheap to tell us that you like us. Of course, if you've got some dough and you want to spend more, fantastic. We, we are very happy accept that but if you don't have any money if you just are are barely making it don't even think about it don't worry about giving us any money don't sweat it just enjoy the show and tell your friends or leave us a review on itunes which i think is awfully nice Uh, and you can follow along on our journey as well at facebook and instagram we are at monkey tooth podcast on those two social media platforms all right that's enough of me i really hope you enjoy this show and uh there's gonna be a little bonus show coming out later this week um you'll hear about that when that shows up probably on friday today is tuesday 
if you're listening to this on Tuesday. Doesn't matter. There's a bonus episode coming up, the next episode. Whenever it is that you get around to listening to it, it will be there waiting for you. I hope you are doing fun and interesting things, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Share and enjoy. Bye-bye. So, Jennifer, where are you from? I'm from Holland, Michigan. From Michigan? Yeah. All right. The Mitten State. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Where on the Mitten is Holland? Um, It's on the west side. Um, It's 40 minutes south of Grand Rapids. That's like a bigger okay. city. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you... Um, so you grew up there? You like yeah, moved yep. out here for the summer from there? Uh, so I grew up in Holland, um, and I just finished my freshman year of college at Eastern Michigan University. Okay. So it's going to be on the other side um, of the state. Gotcha. And this is my summer vacation. Nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what are you in school for? Social work. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, a little different. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what... Uh, I don't know what your family background is or mm-hmm. what. Uh, I know nothing about you. We just yeah. we asked one of your coworkers if anybody here was interesting, and they pointed right at you. <laughs> um, so you've you've come from Michigan mm-hmm. on your summer break. Mm-hmm. What what was it that made you think, okay, I'm going to go to Alaska and live in a tent and work my butt off <laughs> for eight hours a day? Um, several reasons. Um, I think like the first one was like four years ago. I was here with my family, um, and we did like the really touristy like cruise. Mm-hmm. And it's a really great way of like being introduced to Alaska because we got to see a lot, but we didn't do a lot of Alaskan things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of when I fell in love with the place, just like the beauty of it. And I like remember like I am coming back. I don't know when. I don't know anything, but I'm coming back. Um, so that was four years ago. Uh, and then in November, I was like, I I could go to Alaska this summer. Um, and I'm here, um, and I feel like realizing that I'm here too. Um, I feel like we're always like like a lot of people here are kind of like running away from something, and not like in a bad way or anything. Just kind of like to get away, to do something different, to get out of your comfort level. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm running away from like the mundane of just like doing ordinary things, getting a summer job, serving, or yeah. like staying at home and living with my parents for a summer. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that like is an influence too of just like I wanted to get away. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's it's an interesting impulse to want to get away. Yeah, you know, uh, but you doesn't, you don't seem like you're running for sure. I mean, you're, <laughs> you've just completed your freshman year uh-huh. of university. Yeah, and this seems like you seem considerably older. What are you, you're nineteen? I am nineteen. Yeah, you can seem considerably <laughs> older than nineteen. Like you've got kind of that old soul vibe okay. thing going on. But uh, you have worked your butt off today. We I, I we noticed before we ever talked about talking to you like. <laughs> You're operating this crazy forklift. You're helping people get in their boats. You're running all. You've kind of put the work in seasonal work. Did you know that you would come up here and work this hard? Um, so I knew nothing coming yeah. up here. Um, I remember like in the interview, it was like, so you're going to be launching boats and you're going to taking boats out, you're doing some general work and too, all that stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like they didn't really ask if I had any work experience. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can do that. Yeah. Um, and like when I got here, um, I expected to work like nonstop full days just because like that's what everyone said like you're gonna go to Alaska I'm like you're just gonna work the entire day um so I got here expecting to work more um that I am so like I work like eight and a half hours a day for five days a week like it's really good schedule yeah normal human being schedule yeah when did you get up here 
Uh, May 1st. May 1st. Yeah. I finished school April 20-something. Wow. And just got straight to it. Yeah. That's great. Well done. (laughs) How'd you do in school this year? Um... So I'm going to brag to these people nice. listening. Do I got it. a yeah. 4.0. Hell yeah. <laughs> brag about that. That's cool. No, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did good. So you've been out here yeah. for two months and some change. Yeah. And are just working your ass off. But you're taking time. you got like two days off a week mm-hmm. to do whatever you want. Yeah. Are you making the best of it? Are you out? Are you just like resting? What, what, um, are, you, what are you doing? I think I am making the best of it. Um and I'm not doing it how I would expect. I thought I was just going to, like, do go backpacking or, like, do, like, a road trip somewhere. Um, and I honestly haven't left, like, 20 miles out of here. Like, 20-mile yeah. race is, like, the farthest I've gone. And I think I was, like, do f- sea fishing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I really haven't left this place. Um, and that's, like, a really cool way of experiencing it. Where, yeah. like, I get to know every little nook. I get to, like, wave at people in town because I see them all the time now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on my days off, um, grocery shopping um, at Safwa, Safeway. Safwa. Safwa. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> um, hanging out. We have a lot of bonfires. Um, yeah, it's really chill, and I love it so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a summer camp kind of vibe. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what we say. Yeah. yeah we're at we're at fish camp right now. We're learning about stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many? There's a lot of young people working here, but it's not just young people. There's some yeah. older folks as well, mm-hmm. and they're all seasonal, pretty much. For the most part, yeah. Um, I'm the youngest, and like we go all the way to like kayak guide Ben, mm. who's like in his fifties, yeah, um, and just kicking it. Um, but yeah, for like the most part, it's all seasonal. We have like a couple other people that are in school. Um, there's like a couple guys that are kind of like I just kind of wanted to do something different. Yeah. Um, and, like, they usually don't do seasonal work. Um, so, yeah, we have, like, a variety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're going to incorporate seasonal work in your life as a thing? Or? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Um, yeah, like, my summer's off. Like, I want to work and travel. And, like, yeah. this is a perfect opportunity. Like, before I came up here, I had no idea, like, how big of a thing seasonal work is. Mm-hmm. Like, I realized, like, oh, there's going to be people here. Like, they're probably just going to be, like people in school or like people that have just been there here their entire lives but like there's this whole like community of just seasonal work yeah um so yeah i'm definitely gonna incorporate that in my life yeah try different mm-hmm. things i mean oh yeah you can pick up so many different skill sets so quickly mm-hmm. i mean I, I don't know if you've ever operated heavy equipment before no like what's what is your work history <laughs> uh, like. um so my dad has a restaurant a mexican restaurant and i grew up uh in that restaurant during yeah. my like summer breaks, I yeah. was in the office because we didn't have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I officially started to work uh, when I was 12 years old, um, and like I worked there year long and like during um, school breaks, um, and then I worked at a summer camp for a bit. Um, but the only thing I could do was kitchen. Yeah. So I did kitchen. Yeah. Um, and in school this past. Um, semester, I was serving at a Mexican restaurant. Oh, nice. So basically, my work history is restaurants, specifically Mexican yeah, restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Are you a good cook? I think so. Yeah. Uh, my burritos here are kind of legendary. All right. I all make right. a mean cheesecake quesadilla. Cheesecake quesadilla. Yeah. Come on. What the hell is in a cheesecake quesadilla? Exactly what you think it is. Cheesecake in a tortilla instead of a what? cheese and like cinnamon and sugar on top. Oh. Just like soak that in butter too. 
It's like it, a churro burrito yeah, cheesecake. Yeah, there's like a chimmy cheesecake. They're just Chimich. quesadilla version. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> I like it. I feel like I just gave away like a secret Yeah, recipe. yeah, we can edit that out. Okay, so we I, might. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you came in. This is the first time you've operated heavy equipment. Yes. First time fooling around with boats. Yes. And you're, you've got a 4.0 here, I would imagine as well. Everybody seems to like you. <laughs> I could tell like there was a problem or something going on with the forklift uh-huh. and they popped open the hood and you were right there and you're, like <laughs> trying to learn whatever it was they do to fix yeah. and get the thing running. Mm-hmm. Was that just part of your ethic? Where do you, where's that come from? Um, I think like, honestly, like I'm super thankful for my dad. I just like, he was like, you always want to learn, just be there. Um, mm-hmm. and you want to work. Like yeah. you never just stand around. Like you right. go and you find work. Yeah. Um. So I definitely like want to give him credit for that. Hmm. Um. So th- I feel like that's where that came from. And also, the reason I was there with the tractor is her name is Sue, because she's Kamatsu. Okay. Um. And I've grown so attached to her. <laughs> mm. You wanted to. You want to take care of yeah. the tractor. Yeah. Oh, she's like right behind us. Behind awesome. us. Oh, yeah. that's perfect. Um. So yeah. I I now know how to do like fix like the clicker and like what was wrong today was a starter. Very nice. Um, and I always grease zerks so that like every all the little like joints. The like, little fittings. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. you gotta you gotta take care of it. I it's do. a good it's a good lesson to learn. You take machines for granted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean we are obviously highly dependent upon this mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. Uh, they're not just some abstract thing when it, when you really have to get on it, when you've named the thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, it'll, I think, will likely influence how you look at cars from now on. Oh, yeah. Restaurant equipment or whatever it is. Yeah, you know? totally. And, like, when they're fixing boats, like, I know, the only thing I can do is I can change the oil. I can That's do cool. that. That's great. Um, but, like, they're back there and they're like, yeah, this prop and blah, 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 like, the lower unit. I'm like, I have hands. And like I can hand you tools, and like yeah. I can be here, and I can ask questions, but yeah. I can't fix anything. But well, that's the best way to learn. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning. I don't yeah. think I realize how much until I go back home, and I'm like, oh yeah, you just do this. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> you're doing. It's learning. Experiential learning is, I think, one mm-hmm. of the most effective things. You know, yeah. Just being I love exposed it. Exposed to it. Yeah. Coming out of restaurants now yeah. here, uh, are, are you thinking you're going to do other types of seasonal work? Like do different things? Are you going to go work on a pot farm? Are you going to go uh, build houses? What, what do you, I mean, um, there's so many different things. I imagine that your coworkers, I mean, you hear them talk about oh, yeah. any number of things. Does mm-hmm. any of that sound interesting to you? Or Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um, I do know that I love boats, mm-hmm. but I was talking to a coworker. I love them from the ground. Yeah. I get seasick. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I went out as like a deckhand in training like a month ago. I was like, take me on this boat. I will learn. Um, and they did. They were really happy to take me. They're like, yeah, we will teach you. And it was a blast. And I caught halibut. His name is Jeffrey. He fed me for like two weeks. Wow. Um, but I also threw up nine times. On the boat. On the boat. Yeah. Um, one of them was like, all of them were over the 
railing, which is great. But like one of them, I remember just throwing up, looking up, and our other fishing charter was just right in front of us. Um, just, it was a blast. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I do get seasick. Yeah. Um, and then like last Thursday, we had to go tow a boat. Mm. Um, it was like an eight hour tow. And they're like, yeah, we kind of need someone to go with like the captain. And I was like, I mean, I'll go. I can go. Like, you, are you serious? Like, I can go. Um, and like, I just like remember thinking like, last time I was in a boat, I threw up nine times. I'm like, this is an eight hour tow. Um, it could be rough out there, and it's at night. Oh. Um, so, but I got on the boat. I got seasick a little bit, but I did get to drive our oh, fanciest cool. boat. Whoa! The Fox Willie or Fox William. Fox William, very mm. nice. Mm -hmm. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So maybe boat stuff. Maybe yeah. that's what I'll do. Yeah. Just. You figure it out. Yeah. You figure yeah. it out. I like that. That's a good mentality to, to take. <laughs> Particularly, I mean, you you seem very enthusiastic about learning anything. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's that's a good move. Is there anyone out here who's just kind of influenced you or been like a sort of taking you under their wing? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Shout out to Jean. Yeah. Um, he's the guy that leads Grounds Crew. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you got to see him around today. He's sick. Oh. Um, but... I just I'm so thankful for him yeah um, but like the funny thing is like he's like this man in his like early 40s and like has a beard and like chain smokes mm -hmm. and like just this very like gruff like look yeah I um, mean he can totally use that to scare people he totally does <laughs> um, but he is a hardcore feminist yeah, very um, nice. and very he nice. has just been so like man involved in my training and involved in making sure that I not only am I trained right but that like I can stand up for myself because hmm. I remember um like one of like the first days I was here I was like okay well I don't really know how to do anything but I can clean bathrooms and he I remember he like looked at me he's like you're not gonna be the only one cleaning bathrooms and yeah. I was like okay yeah okay I appreciate that um and I like he's like yeah you have to stand up for yourself like people will run you over if you let them sure um so I am thankful for all my training. That was totally him. And like, he had so much patience, like parking that boat, like when we were pulling the trailer onto the deck, right, parallel park onto the deck. Um, he had so much patience. Um, and I just, I don't know, like it, it's been amazing and I'm so thankful. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely gonna be like, not only a person I remember for the rest of my life, but that he's gonna influence my, the, for the, me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you'd strike me as the kind of person who's going to end up managing people in, <laughs> in some capacity, whether it's in social work or whatever you end up doing. You've got the work ethic and the sort of like wherewithal to to manage a team and make sure everybody's <laughs> doing their thing. And having a person like that that takes the time to mm -hmm. not just show you what it is that you need to do, mm -hmm. but show you the ropes. There's always like this yeah. unspoken hierarchy. Uh -huh. There's some weird thing between like prison rules and camp rules. You know, there's this... <laughs> Like, don't let them get you, man. You got to take the first big guy. You got to take him down. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, there's that sort of thing. So, like, th th that you've got someone in your life here that's looking out for you in that way. And yeah. Like, hey, just know that you're not the only one cleaning bathrooms. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's real cool. Yeah, I appreciate him. A yeah, lot. for sure. Uh, have you learned of any other, like, types of seasonal workers or anything else that anybody else is doing that sounded cool to you or um national parks mm -hmm. uh there's a couple here um they like met at glacier national park mm -hmm. um doing seasonal work there um 
a lot of people like come up here from like there's like one guy that comes from Hawaii and she's like a scuba diver instructor and like comes to Alaska and is like a kayak guide like things like that where I'm like realizing there's a lot to do um yeah I think National Park Service is Mm. what sticks out what is it uh, in social work so let me take it back so so can you talk about your mom what does she do yeah um she is a housekeeper okay um and she does not like that job but has taken it on as like the hours the pay um and like she was always like i'm not gonna like go get a good job or like work this like factory job that pays really well and like leave my kids by themselves Mm. um even as teenagers like we still kind of like need to know that like if we can get in trouble (laughs) um but yeah she's actually a teacher uh she like went to school in mexico and like is a teacher but she's doing housekeeping where in mexico um durango oh yeah Mm-hmm. You're the second person we've met on this trip from Durango, oh, or whose okay. family's from. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. I hear it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful region of the world. We're looking forward to getting down there. Ooh, okay, yeah. yeah. Have you been? Yeah, um, that's where I s- usually spend my winter breaks. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, visiting family. So you've already got this seasonal thing going on. You got, <laughs> you're, you're dialed into it. That's great. Uh, so you've got that... I mean, I, I know restaurant work real well, uh-huh. and I've, I've had my my toes and housekeeping as well just through the hotel business <laughs> yeah. so I, I i know where your work ethic comes from <laughs> i can i can just see it uh what what drew you to social work why why social work yeah um so the summer camp that i was working at when i was 17 um they had one week of spanish day camp um and they like put me on as like an assistant um and they had like eight kids that were from migrant families that their families were working so they could go to this like Spanish day camp um, with everyone else Um, and just kind of like the realization that my like Spanish skills and like even so there's like the saying like when you have a Mexican face face of a cactus cara de nopal cara Uh, de nopal cara de nopal yeah when you look Mexican Uh, Um, well that was it was a tool you know that like these kids like I could look at them and very stern and like you can't get shit past me like yeah, no yeah um and like i was also one of them like yeah i get it like your family is from somewhere else mm-hmm. um so kind of like that realization um and i realized i really wanted to be like hands-on and just kind of interact with people um not necessarily just like migrant families but just like mm-hmm. sit down face to face um because i wanted to be a teacher before that and then actually like being up here um I still want to do social work. Um, and I like people were like, what do you want to do with it? I'm like, I don't know. Um, and like right now, like this is like on like the low down, like low key. Um, first responder. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like everyone says like, yeah, like social work, but also we can't really see you like filling out paperwork. Yes. Um, so like, that's kind of like a thing that I'm just like, maybe, oh, yeah, just tap the fine. mic. Um, totally <laughs> um, maybe a thing that I could do. Yeah, so yeah. that's like where I'm at right now. Emotional first response, social yeah, welfare. Something like responder. that. Yeah. I kind of like that. A little action, more action. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, we watched you today back. You went backwards about a quarter mile <laughs> in that crazy uh, uh, forklift uh-huh. towing a trailer. Sue. Sue, and you Sue. and Sue, Holland. <laughs> I mean, you were going like 15 miles an hour backwards yeah. with a dog and a person on the trailer. Like, you're impressed. So I can tell you're you're geared for action. You're ready to to act. That's kind of that's kind of hip. Uh-huh. Social work thing. Uh, 
and it, it makes sense that you would have picked up on on Jacques uh, sort of keenness and uh, sense of your place here mm. you know that you weren't just the the housekeeper or the toilet <laughs> washer you know that uh dialing into social work where you want to make sure people feel included mm. and feel human i can't even imagine like every time i hear about there's some other aspect of a migrant's life mm-hmm. that as just i mean a privileged white dude who's had it real real easy mm-hmm. his whole life you mm-hmm. know i mean just from being a tall white guy things mm-hmm. are just you, mm-hmm. you know it's just not yeah. even look if you're a poor tall white guy it's still easier than being a poor, tall, not white guy. Yeah, it's, it's true. just easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I'm learning, always learning, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with migrant families mm-hmm. and people um, who've come from other backgrounds and other places. The, the things you get left out of, you know, mm-hmm. just the, mm-hmm. just thinking of summer camp, like yeah, that yeah, you're, yeah. you know, your parents they've shown up to work. They're seasonal workers. True. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But these people have shown up and uh, they just want what's best for them and their family mm-hmm. and their kids get left out of mm-hmm. incredible growing situations mm-hmm. that help make good people. Yeah. So that you've you've found a way to to help with that sort of thing. And that's pushed you in a, <laughs> in a direction is yeah. really cool. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. But can you see any sort of potential combo of seasonal work and action seasonal work <laughs> and social work combined so, um that's the dream job yeah um and i don't know what the answer yeah, is yeah it's year one in your education <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> but you know there's if sometimes people have this you know this goal this thing they want to land yeah. on uh-huh. is there something like that out there that you can do um honestly like i just had this idea like maybe like a week ago or like oh like first response like sort of thing mm-hmm. action um, so I honestly haven't looked that much into it. Yeah. Um, but instead of like searching out like this, like certain job, um, searching out like the, the feeling, like if it just mm. feels right. Yes. Um, which is like some of like the best advice I've ever gotten. It's like, it's like trying on glasses. Like if you've ever had to go get glasses, it's either one or two and like, you can't really tell the difference, but like if you, one doesn't feel right, go with two and yeah. like. You can kind of like shift a little bit, mm-hmm. but like in the end, like you get to where you need to go. Yeah. Um. So that was advice I got at summer camp. Yeah. Um. So just kind of like feel it out a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm going with right now, just like that feeling and like this is feels right, mm-hmm. and like just even thinking about being like a first responder sort of thing it yeah. feels right. Feels um, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know that real well. I've had a lot of jobs, and <laughs> they feel right for a minute. Okay. And then I want to feel something else. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get it. I know. I know where you're coming from. What What about um, What about this place, Miller's? Like, do you? <laughs> in my In my experience, I've worked for a lot of small places, a lot uh-huh. of small businesses. Yeah. And it's always there's like this romance of. Like these people, it's uh-huh. their family, it's their land, it's yeah. this kind of thing. And like, yeah. do you ever think about, do you have an entrepreneur? Because you seem like you've got the hustle in you to be kind of an entrepreneur. <laughs> do you think ever like, boy, I'd love to have something like this? Boogie job and rap is life where I'm from, where I'm from. Ahmad play with Izzy where I'm from, where I'm from. It be like run your coat black. Jupiter keeps a fat beats by the pack where I'm from. Nappy hair is life. We be reading marks where I'm from. The kids be rocking clocks where I'm from. You turn around your cap, you talk over a beat. And dick some sounds booming out of Jeep where I'm from. Cocoons hide the youth, swoon units hundred proof. You want some beef, they will cut you some where I'm from. 
the beats is infinite where I'm from. Voodoo at Shubanine, gangsta lean where I'm from. I'm interplanetary, my insect movements vary. It's kinky if it's hair. G, where I'm from, the fire hoses blow. It's purple when it's snow. I do a hit and go. Split. It's hip, what's hip? When hip is just the norm. Cause planets pledge allegiance to the funk in all its forms. The kinks, the dance, the prince on um, the shirt. As a kid, I was always fascinated by hotels. Like, they were like the best part of like my vacation. Yeah. It was like, oh my gosh, it's a new place. Or like, ooh, look at this fancy soap. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, like I've thought about it. Like, yeah, like maybe like later in life, like mm. if I'm just like ready for something else, like definitely like yeah. hospitality. Hospitality, yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's definitely in your... In your blood. It's interesting <laughs> that coming from your hospitality background yeah. that you chose the grounds crew. Yeah. You know, that you did, you're not at the front desk. No. You're not greeting guests. <laughs> you're doing the hardest work here. <laughs> what, I mean, why, is it really just something different? Like you wanted all the way out of that hospitality? Um, I think there's like two, three things that kind of like went into it. Um, like the first one that was like very like, I just want to do something completely different. Um, and like grounds crew, like, okay, I don't know anything, but it says no experience needed. I can do that. <laughs> I have no experience. <laughs> me. Sign me up. Um, yeah. And then like also, um, originally like on the phone, like when like I got called them back cause I hadn't heard back. I was like, Hey, like, can I still do grounds crew? And they're like, well, yes, but we have a position in housekeeping mm -hmm. and just kind of like, ah, no, <laughs> I want to do grounds crew. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like. I didn't want to be um, in that and housekeeping specifically just because like I am Latina. I am also female. Like I don't I don't, I don't want to keep that pattern going. Yes. Um, yes. So it was a very intentional like not housekeeping. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad that I didn't do housekeeping because I would not be learning as much. Yeah. Or ha be, get to be outside. And campers are gross. Mm -hmm. I, I I do have to clean the toilets. That is part of ground yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do realize that. Yes. Campers are gross. They are. Mm -hmm. I'm one of them. Yeah. I mean, this is also my bathroom. You yeah. Know? Like I yeah. live in a tent. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. You're in a tent for the whole summer. Yes. And like, not not a yurt, like a tent. Like, like a, a like a wall tent. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. How do you like it? I love it. Um. I just. I can't real like I don't even realize some days that I live outside, um, yeah. until like it starts raining and thundering and you're like you hear every single drop and it's yeah. like, oh right, yeah, <laughs> I live outside right now, um, and like I have a roommate, mm. uh, Chloe, she's great, cool, um, and like we like put up like blankets, um, we have furniture in there, like it's not even a big tent, yeah, um, but yeah, I love that tent, and like we're just like in the back, um, there's like the campground tent city the shit pond yeah <laughs> yeah that's in our backyard <laughs> yeah that's reality that's another thing you learn in this life like you kind of you know often in your normal life you take for granted machines mm -hmm. and you certainly people take for granted what happens to their shit and piss yeah yeah and and in this environment you're very aware of what mm -hmm. happens mm -hmm. and there's someone who's got to deal with it yeah you know? it's yeah. Uh, it's i mean we have to deal with our own uh -huh. yeah it's real yeah it's real and it's mm -hmm. a good lesson to learn particularly at 19 i don't <laughs> i just flush toilets at 19 i never thought about it <laughs> you're way ahead of the curve in so many so many ways but so in the tent mm -hmm. um with your compadre uh what's it? zoe chloe chloe, uh -huh. chloe. Uh -huh. you can tell me off air how you really feel about chloe it's fine <laughs> <laughs> are you um 
like there's no privacy like mm. there's no, no no privacy like you can't go on a date <laughs> right? like do you even is that even in your like thinking like meeting people meeting girls guys i don't know what your orientation right, is right. but like is that even in your thought process <laughs> or are you just too busy for that sort of thing or um so you're like hitting like all like the points in my life um so beha- before i came here uh i shaved my head oh yeah uh it was like down to like i don't know like halfway down my shoulders um it were like it was like long hair and it was thick um so like this is like this ties in i promise that's fine um so i shaved my head um and like I was like, yeah, like it's liberating, fuck society, like just kind of like this like different thing, and just because yeah. I've always been annoyed with my hair, and I didn't hate it, I appreciated it because it was it was pretty when I straightened it and put an effort, but I never did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I took it for granted, and like the message that my hair sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I shaved my head, um, and like I got looks in the bathrooms like you're not in the right one. Yes, Whoa. I am. Um, just kind of like that, that perspective, which I'm not going to say I totally understand like transgender or just like anything that I don't identify as. I don't, I have perspective. Sure. I don't understand completely 1%. Right, right. But I now get like, it sucks walking into the bathroom and just like being rejected. Like I Whoa. am female and like you, you don't wow. get to say that, that like you can't determine that for me. Mm. Um, so there's that. Um, and then like sexuality, like before everyone just assumed I was straight and I am. Hmm. Um, and like now it's kind of like, huh? (laughs) What's going on with you? You you gay? (laughs) Um, (laughs) so like, I feel like that, like hair says a lot. Oh, Um, for sure. Yeah. So like dating, I feel like I've talked to my roommate Hmm. about this, um, because she does identify as gay. Um, and I'm just like, so like, she, she's also the one that cuts my hair. So mm. she'd like finish the haircut. She's like, yeah, you look gay as fuck. <laughs> um, so like, I think that's an issue with dating where like, I'm just like, people are going to make the assumption. Uh, but you're very feminine. I mean, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll put it this way. Uh, how do I not sound? I'm, I'm a nearly 40 year old guy talking to a 19 year old girl in a van. You put that, that out there. But yeah, you didn't offer me candy. So I have it's okay. not offered you candy. Yeah. My wife is right there. Right. But, no, but you're a lovely, uh, you're a lovely young woman, attractive young woman <laughs> that, um, it's funny because Tiffany, my wife, just yeah. cut her hair very short. Uh-huh. And she's always, oh, I feel like I look like a little boy. She always says that. It's That's like, yeah, you're so beautiful. I, I don't, you know, I don't really see that. I mean, I, I appreciate hair, mm-hmm. but it's weird. Those little attachment points that we put on things like hair or what clothes a woman wears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, I mean, we, I, I guess we do it to men as well, but not to the same extent. Mm-hmm. You, we don't really suffer from it, you know, mm-hmm. and you guys can get put in weird boxes. And this, <laughs> there's assumptions. Yeah. Later. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, so you're coming in at it <laughs> recently, like stamped gay haircut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying. So you're not even trying to meet people or you're just not... I mean there's really like no effort like I was telling my roommate like yeah like I'm trying to flirt with a guy and he's probably just like thinks I'm just like a funny lesbian <laughs> but it's kind of liberating though because you're I mean I don't know I I guess as a young guy flirting with people it's equal opportunity anybody who, like I didn't care gay straight or otherwise I'm just putting my cards on the table okay I'm flirting with you see how this goes you know so uh, but in your case, you can kind of do whatever you want. You, I mean, I guess, yeah. You know, you've you've got the the assumed haircut to be like some t- creepy dude sitting on you. Like, sorry, I like girls. <laughs> yeah. Check the haircut. Yeah. Man. Did you not? Did you not see? Yeah. I, yeah. Like I. That's like definitely like had this moment where like my roommate and I were like walking down the street to like 
get to town and that's a two and a half mile walk yeah it's and like walk. we get like picked up by these two dudes and like my roommate has like the side like shave yeah where she's yeah. like she's kind of like dubbed it like her lesbian sort of like edgy you know yeah and then like me with like no hair and like these guys <laughs> pick us up and there's like four of them and we're like there's two of us it's fine we hop in and they're like yeah we just like saw these like two beautiful women i'm just like you idiots. Do you not see the vibes we're, like, trying to, like, project right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was, like, totally our backup plan. They were like, nah, we're a couple. Can't really. Like, just yeah. Connect it, man. Connect yeah, it. Connect it. Um, well, mm-hmm. that, that's, I mean, independently of whether or not you're going for a gay vibe, <laughs> guys are often not really paying attention to what, <laughs> what's happening. Uh, well, that's that's interesting. So you've got the, the tent thing happening. You're you're all in flux you got your your hair chopped off (laughs) i did yeah a whole new identity you're learning all (laughs) kinds of new skills i I, i'm just so uh, i don't know i'm curious to see what you're gonna do with it like (laughs) i've got some really bright nieces and nephews Uh who've just got this amazing future in front of them and i I feel like you're in that same sort of i don't know you can kind of do anything (laughs) you've got that sort of I know you have a passion for uh, for social work, and mm-hmm. there's some things that you are specifically passionate about. But the sort of fuel behind that is what allows people to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know that that yeah. you could take that sort of ethic and become whatever it is mm-hmm. you feel like doing. You know, put on mm-hmm. all the glasses. You know? <laughs> uh, so that's that's really um, it's heartening and um, exciting to hear. And uh, it makes me hopeful of the future. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're not necessarily running away from anything either. My wife <laughs> and I, we're just, we're just running around. We're right. just trying yeah. to enjoy life while we can. But, you know, it's, you hear a lot of bad news, okay. you know, and very often the picture painted of your generation mm-hmm. is uh, of neck bent, staring at a device, uh, not particularly engaged in whatever, but that's clearly not the case. Mm. You know, um, we saw it with those Parkland kids this past year, mm. uh, the kids from Florida, mm-hmm. really bright with it kids, the whole anti-gun thing, mm-hmm. uh, and, and folks like yourself mm-hmm. who are just totally <laughs> on point and working hard. I mean, you're out there working as hard as a chain-smoking 40-year-old man. <laughs> So that's that's uh, it's encouraging is what I'm what I'm getting. At, okay. You know? So keep keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> what is the um, what's the name of the uh, organization that you are working with with the kids? Is there somewhere that people can help with that sort of thing? Or? Um. So it's called Camp Geneva. Um. And it's this like small, uh, actually Christian camp, mm-hmm. um, in Holland, Michigan. Um. And they only do like the Spanish Day camp, like. Uh, once a year but yeah like scholarships yeah. and stuff for like those kids so they can like go to camp like yeah is there a broader effort on that sort of thing where you know like i mean god there's so many things that right. f- migrant families and kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are you more focused on kids is that some something you're leaning towards or you don't know i really don't know yeah um i yeah. do know that i love kids yeah. um but like being here you never see kids so like you see a child you're like hey whoa <laughs> Your Little human. <laughs> Watch out for bears. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, um, no, that's not really their focus. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like going online and just doing research. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's just so much out there. Well, um, I know you're, you're, I mean, you've literally got off work uh, 
maybe ate a snack and came yeah. over here. It's I really ate, kind of you to. I ate a burrito. To can- <laughs> <laughs> was it a cheesecake flavored burrito? Or just like a normal burrito. Just- no, it was a sort of like a chilaquile burrito. Oh, very nice. Just- it usually shouldn't be in a burrito, yeah. but I decided it should belong there. We, uh, you know, we've, we've been living in California, okay. um, and it's tough once you leave California to get good Mexican food. I, there are two types of foods that I could eat forever. <laughs> yeah. Like Vietnamese food and Mexican mm-hmm. food. If those are my only two options yeah. forever, either one of those would be fine. Yeah. I, I absolutely love it. And it's such, like, simple ingredients that you can mm-hmm. turn into anything yes that's... sort of like you you can be have these simple ingredients but you could be anything you want you're like the mexican food of uh young people <laughs> just a few ingredients but unlimited potential um so yeah well if you're out there listening tune in to some uh helping migrant kids mm. you know think about that sort of thing i i, I just like i said I, every time i hear about some other aspect of a migrant's life. Mm-hmm. It's just like another injustice, another atrocity, or just mm-hmm. like people just not being treated like human beings, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know. I'm glad there's someone out there who's making sure people are treated like human beings. And I mean, you're even treating machines like human beings. You're, <laughs> you're naming you're naming food, you're yeah. naming tractors. Yeah, you know, humanize. Yeah. Don't dehumanize. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh, you got a message for the world? You oh. Tell anybody? Whoa. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> that's a good thing to say. <laughs> it's better than having a dumbass message. Yeah, that's what I thought for a split second. Like, I could say hi, mom, but everyone says that. So I, I didn't. But, but then I just said it right now. Not everybody's saying hi to your mom. That's, that's also true. And if uh, your mom listens to this, I'm sorry for swearing in front of your daughter. <laughs> I, I swore. I don't think. <laughs> we'll just not let her know about yeah. that. <laughs> We'll just play her this bit of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me in your van. Sin la libertad, no puedo.